Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome back to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. Today is Tuesday, April 25, and um, my name is still Steve. Uh, it's been Steve my whole life. <laughs> but uh, And again, I'm still joined by Sangmark and Crystal. And so um, we on Tuesdays uh, like to talk with our guests about kind of their, their God story or their um, Jesus sightings, you know, whether it's your original testament, how you first came to know Jesus, um, or something he's been doing with you lately. Um, and so we talked a little bit before we um, hit record, and I think, Crystal, you have a story that you're going to share with us about how God's been working in you or your family recently. Sure, yeah. I was praying with a friend a couple weeks ago, and we were just praying about um, some of the things that I've been struggling with or that I've, I'm a perfectionist and I want to make sure that I'm doing things a certain way, um, making sure I'm following God right, you know, all these good things, but they don't always end up being exactly what the Bible says <laughs> for a bit of worrying. Um, so we were praying about those things, and the other person was like, I feel like I'm supposed to pray about um, just a bondage of performance or a bondage of yeah, performance and workaholism that I had grown up with. And so as she's praying, um, which I felt like, well, that makes sense because of things that I did grow up with and I've been struggling against for a long time. Um, but my jaw that's been really tight just started to relax. And when I was in Tanzania, it would be so tight sometimes I couldn't chew very well. And I got braces when I got back and I've had a retainer and I've had, you know, a bite guard that I've almost worn through. And I've just lay in night at night thinking, how can I relax my jaw? And I'm, it's been completely relaxed for the last two weeks ever nice. since then. And just seeing how a lot of this, again, the physical things can be, um, we can focus on the physical, but a lot of times there is a spiritual component to it that we don't yeah. even, that's not even what we were praying about at all. Yeah. The person didn't know that was an issue for me <laughs> at all. Um, but just to see God releasing that and recognizing that that's just, that was the spiritual component that needed to be released. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that I, as you're talking about um, you know, yesterday we were talking about people asking for signs, um, and you know we don't need signs. But here you weren't asking for that, and you know God gave you the healing. You know, and so kind of like He gave you a sign, even though you weren't asking for one. But mm -hmm. uh, so that's awesome. That event, and um, that's cool. So just uh, maybe an encouragement for those who are, who are listening that um, yeah, just be open to um, trying to sense what your friends might be needing and and just offer a prayer for them because um, our prayers um, are mighty powerful and sometimes like we might not feel that way but uh, God does work through us um, and that's actually kind of a little bit of transition to what we're talking about today how God's going to use us but we are um, going to continue with Matthew 16 uh, verses 13 through 20 and uh, Crystal I believe is going to read that for us and then when we're done San Mark you get to start with what you learned so that you got your heads up there so okay <laughs> um, verse 13 says when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi he asked his disciples who do people say the son of man is they replied some say John the Baptist others say Elijah and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets but what about you he asked who do you say I am Simon Peter answered you are the Christ the son of the living God Jesus replied blessed are you Simon son of Jonah for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, 
and the gates of Hades will not be overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth it will be loosed in heaven. Then he warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Christ. All right. Well, thank you for reading that, Crystal. So, Sangmark, you're up. What What did you hear about God, or what What kind of jumped out to you during this passage? So, um, it tells me that, like, about God's timing. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I believe that Jesus knew his entire journey from the beginning to the end already. Yeah. But at this particular time, at the moment, he revealed his um, the ultimate plan, um, ultimate uh, sacrifice and resurrection to them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, which is always very intriguing. And I mean, we're always looking for something that, you know, our, according to our own plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what can it be right now? Right? But there's a reason. Um, we, don't, we don't know the reason yeah, most of the time. Yeah, but I think we should just believe in what uh, God's plans are in, according to His will. Yeah, and following that, um, the other part was this: um, that Jesus gives this the keys, yeah. the authorities to the, the Peter and uh, the disciples. Or He uh, will. Anyway. He will. Yeah, but 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 He already gave to them even before the resurrection, because you know they actually go out to do the you know, sure yeah. right. Yeah, and uh, after, of course. Yeah, and I was always wondering, in this case, uh, is he like, like, is he kind of, kind of telling them that the actual Holy Spirit's gonna come yeah. as a keys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so, w- what's interesting is we see in verse twenty, he says they warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Christ. So even though he's revealing this to them, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, we've heard that a lot in Matthew, where Jesus would heal somebody and he says, so don't tell him. And so oftentimes the guest is asked, so why does Jesus say, don't tell anybody? So now, saying Mark, if he's revealing his disciples, why do you think he doesn't want the disciples to tell people that, at this point in time that he's the Christ? Mm-hmm. Or Crystal can answer for you. That's <laughs> okay, I just threw that question out of you. Yeah, very, ready you know, to go. Out of, out of the blue, so... <laughs> If you want to think about it, we can come back to that. But um, it's just, you know, it's interesting that oftentimes he's saying, don't tell people about this yet. You know, right. It's not the best time yet. He's here to do this, it's, but it's not my time yet. But yeah. So, Crystal, what, what about you as you read through this? What um, jumped out of you? Uh, something that jumped out to me was just that God reveals things to his children. Mm. Um, because it wasn't that he had told them, um, but Peter... You know, he says, blessed are you for the Father in heaven's revealed this to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it just made me realize that, you know, we have God's scriptures and we can see his words for ourselves. And it's right here in front of us. And um, he, he works through his word and he works through his spirit to reveal things to us. Not anything that's outside of the word of God. Um, but it's just encouraging that, you know, we are his children and he loves us and he wants us to understand his word. And he's there to help us with that. Yeah. What I, what I thought was interesting um, uh, is that Jesus knows what other people already think. He he asks them, okay, what who do other people say I am? Um, but he already knows what they. But then he turns out and says, what do? But who do you say I am? And I just thought that was interesting because now the disciples can't just you know say, well, what other people think. He really wants to know, well, what do you think? Um, and it's kind of that moment of truth where the disciples have to say, yes, 
I do think you are the son of God. Or, yeah, I think you're a prophet like Elijah um, or John the Baptist. Um, but that's not who Jesus is. He's not Elijah. He's not John the Baptist. And so, you know, that just said to me that, okay, Jesus wants to know who I say he is. Um, and I think about, you know, at work, it's, it might be easier for me to talk um, about uh, what other people are maybe frustrated with or, or what they're excited about. Um, and I don't really want to share kind of how I'm personally feeling about things, right? But Jesus kind of says, no, 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 no. I want to know what you think. Um, so I thought that was that was one thing that kind of hit me yeah. um, this time. So well, he must have that relationship with us versus yeah. just like this is what they say, and I'm going to be separated out. But more, I want to talk to you, and I want to know your heart yeah. and your truth—not your truth, but your heart and what you believe. Yeah. And let's be real with each other. Yeah. So how do you think that ties? Again, I'm throwing you another question off the. Off, you know, so we talked about how he's finally revealing himself to the to the disciples at this time. How does that tie in the fact that now he's asking them, well, "Who do you think I am? What what connection there? Or do you see?" Repeat the question. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, saying Mark started by saying that in this passage, Jesus is finally revealing who he is, mm-hmm. right? And and now he's asking the disciples, "But who do you say I am? What what connection do you see? Why why do you maybe why do you think that maybe these two conversations are happening at the same time?" Well, we were just talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees and looking at what they were doing and how, what their perspective was yeah. um, of him and testing him, um, and then his concern of Obviously, he's more concerned about the spiritual than the physical because the disciples are so focused on the bread. So, like, at this point, where where do you – where are you falling on this? What do you think is actually happening? Like, in the continuum of understanding, where are you at in this point? Yeah. Yeah. Are you just going to agree with Crystal or do you have your own thoughts, Samar? Yeah, I I thought about this for quite a while. Um, It's really tough, but at the same time – what it hits me is that, so he's he's revealing himself, and he's asking, "What do you think?" Right? Mm-hmm. So it definitely comes with the, I mean, it's it's not like like what um, the scripture said that um, when you actually confess yeah. and when you finally you know, acknowledge that Jesus is your Messiah, it's not actually from your flesh, right? It's actually yeah. given to you, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, what I say is this is an incredible blessing that actually you yeah. acknowledge that, yeah, and you chose to to actually verbally even say that, yeah, yeah, and you, you which, which means that you trust it, right? Because if right. you believe in that, you will actually say it. If you don't believe, you don't. You're not, you're not gonna say it, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh-huh. um, I think what what Jesus does next is kind. Of, I think it's a, a pivotal turn in the the meta narrative of of the scripture and of God's redemptive plan because he says all right you know blessed are you Simon son of Jonah because you know that that was not re- that was revealed to you but now because of that, on this rock you I'm going to build my church and you know it's interesting because he was Simon up until this point now Jesus calls him Peter mm-hmm. and there's other times by where there's a, a name change to sh- to signify a shift in what God's plan is mm-hmm. so Abram became Abraham Jacob became Israel. Later on, we'll see Saul becoming Paul. And so I think I see this as a pivotal moment where Jesus is saying, all right, good, you know who I am. Now I'm turning this over to you. Okay, On this rock, um, Peter, 
and the other steps too, I'm going to build my church on you because eventually, soon, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And it's on you. And so, and I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom, if you will, right? I'm going to give you the authority and power that I have um, so that whatever you loose in heaven will be, you know, here on earth will be loose in heaven, whatever you bound <laughs> up. So, um, yeah, so I just think that, you know, and that hit me kind of for the first time reading this is here's that, you know, that pivotal transition from here's what I'm doing. Now that you know who I am and you believe that's who I'm, now you can go out and you can build, uh, I can build my church on you. So Great connection. Yeah. Which is kind of funny when we look at what tomorrow we read because all of a sudden it's a complete reverse. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like you might understand it now, but what does that really mean in real life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cool. Other thoughts that you guys have um, after you read this passage about either, you know, Jesus asking who do you say I am or kind of now Jesus mm-hmm. is saying, all right, Peter, other disciples, this is on you. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts? I think the last parts, um, actually I kind of wrote it down here as well, that, um, you know, we are called to be his disciples. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> you know, showing who you, I mean, you are disciples to others is, is quite challenging, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. But I think we should be definitely, we have to pray that, We'll be more courageous yeah. and more intentional who we are as a, as a disciples of, of Jesus in our daily lives. Yeah. Um, so I think I, after this passage, I will definitely try to be more, you know, again, intentional to even offer prayers to my friends, family, and even my, my colleagues at work yeah. as well. When I see the opportunities there, if they're struggling with their work-related hardship, or some family issues, yeah. yeah, or even like uh, light stuff like the upcoming travel plans. Yeah, have a safe trip, fun trip, yeah. and offering some prayers for it. Yeah, being as more intentional a disciple. Yeah, recognizing mm-hmm. that he's given us the ability to yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. pray and to loose and bind and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, cool. As you were talking about. Um, having the courage to do these things. Um, it reminded me, I, a long time ago, um, I watched a video um, from, I think it was Ray Vandalon, about this passage. And he was sharing a little bit about Caesarea Philippi. And um, if you're not aware, that, just a real quick thing, that's like the hotbed of pagan culture at the time. Caesarea Philippi was um, just... It, think about Las Vegas on you know steroids, right? You know it's just this 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 pagan place. It's just full of all type of you know they they worship the Greek gods. Matter of fact, they, you, here we talk about the the gates of Hades will not overcome it. It was believed that there um, there was like a cave here in Caesarea Philippi that was the gateway to the underworld to wow. to Hades to the you know the where people go after they die, um, right? Or the the um, Hades is the Greek God of, mm-hmm. of death, right? And so Jesus is saying, look, here, I'm going to build my rock, uh, build my church on this rock. It could be Peter, but it also could be, look, we're looking at the most heathen place in the world. And from this point on, I am going to build my church. So it may seem impossible that that my, that my this area, this says it could be redeemed, but I can and it will be. So when mm-hmm. you say it's courageous, we keep that in mind that we need to have the courage to be able to reach out in times when things seem impossible to have that conversation with a coworker, to pray with that friend. Um, and so, so that was just kind of a neat, a neat little connection that I remember from that. that mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, cool. 
Well, um, any challenges besides, like, uh, I think saying, Mark, you did a great job of, of saying, hey, you know, being courageous, intentional about that. Anything else before we wrap up? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, thank you for those of you for uh, joining us today, for listening. I guess that would be all of you that are listening, because if you didn't join us, you wouldn't be listening. So, um, so thank you for joining us. And just remember, uh, Jesus is asking you, um, who do you say he is and does your life reflect that um so and, and just like he called peter to be the rock jesus will build his church on you in your life right now so um be uh responsive to that call thanks very much we'll talk to you tomorrow well thank you for joining us today for the victory point bible reading podcast we hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with god if you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.